Kyle McCord finished the 2023 regular season with 3,170 passing yards, 24 touchdowns, and 6 interceptions, with a 161.6 passer rating and an 84.1 quarterback efficiency rating, the latter being 8th nationally among Division I FBS teams per ESPN. The question circulating around this video that I want you to answer to in the comment section below is, do you believe in this current quarterback room or not? More so, do you believe in Kyle McCord or not? Ryan Day clearly believed in him this season. It was clear in the Indiana game that he was Ryan Day's preferred choice over Devin Brown. Devin Brown didn't get as much significant playing time as we expected him to. And when Brown did get playing time to showcase his arm talent and athleticism, he was not nearly the same passer in terms of efficiency, accuracy, and game management that Kyle McCord was. McCord was the best choice for this team this season. That's just my opinion. But moving forward, do you think the Buckeyes need to get a quarterback out of the portal entering 2024? Or do you think they that it's their best course of action to stick with what they have and continue to develop? Make sure to hit that like button. Make sure to subscribe to the channel and click the notification bell so that you can get notified when I make more college football, Big Ten football, and Ohio State football content. Answer... My question in the comment section below, do you think that Kyle McCord, Devin Brown, or Lincoln Kineholes are the future? That someone in Ohio State's quarterback room is destined to step up next year, whether that's McCord improving or Brown or Kineholes taking the reins? Or does Ohio State need a different quarterback? A Cameron Ward? A Malik Murphy? I'll go out on a stretch here because these players would never transfer to Ohio State in their current circumstances, but a Jalen Milrow, a Carson Beck, someone like a J.J. McCarthy, do they need a new quarterback who offers a different range of skill sets and is more dynamic? Let me know. And lastly, if you want to support the channel but also gain access to some bonus content, check out my Patreon page via the link in the description and the link via the pinned comment if that is easier for you. Thank you all so much. We reached 12,900 subscribers just yesterday, and I think we'll reach 13,000 by the end of this week. There's a Big Ten Championship game preview coming out tomorrow, and I'll be previewing other conference championship games this week. But regardless, what I want to talk about today is Ohio State's current quarterback room and how it's been a talking point this season that Kyle McCord, look, he's not C.J. Stroud, and there are moments where he's just straight up not good. Ohio State played in six road games, six of them this season. Indiana, Notre Dame, Purdue, Wisconsin, Rutgers, and Michigan. Only in his road games, only did Kyle McCord throw an interception. Indiana, Wisconsin, Rutgers, and Michigan. He threw two picks against Wisconsin and Michigan and one interception against Rutgers and one against Indiana for a total of six. 
against Penn State at home, who has a near-elite, elite secondary, didn't come close in my mind to throwing an interception. Against Notre Dame, he had some near interceptions thrown late, but Notre Dame's defensive backs dropped them. Overall, McCord on the road hasn't produced in the same way that he has at home, and in general, he's only completed 65.8% of his passes. He's averaging well under 10 yards per pass attempt. He's averaging 9.1 yards per pass attempt this season. By comparison, let's check out C.J. Stroud's numbers over the past few seasons at Ohio State in 2021 and 2022 when he was the starter. In 2021, Stroud averaged 10.1 yards per pass attempt. He averaged 9.5 in 2022. He completed 71.9% of his passes in 2021 and 66.3% of his passes in 2022. He threw for 44 touchdowns in 21, 41 in 22, six interceptions both seasons. McCord has already matched C.J. Stroud's interception total in 21 and 22. And while he hasn't thrown for the same amount of passes per game as C.J. Stroud did, he's only thrown for a little over half of the passing touchdowns that Stroud did. He has 3,170 passing yards, as I've said already, and that is around 500 less than Stroud's in 2022. And that is... 1,200, 1,300 less than Stroud's in 2021. And keep in mind that Ohio State offensively all around had slightly worse numbers in 22 than they did in 2021. I chalk a lot of that up to Smith and and Jigba's injury, um, to Travion Henderson and Mayan Williams being inconsistent, and some weird games, weird performances and circumstances against Northwestern, for example, where horrible weather, and Ohio State had to crank out runs on the ground because their passing offense was pretty inefficient. That Northwestern team was bad enough to where if there was normal weather on that day, Stroud probably adds another 400 passing yards and a few passing touchdowns to his numbers. But stuff happens. McCord has no doubt been a regression in terms of the typical Ryan Day quarterback whether that's Justin Fields or C.J. Stroud, who contended for Heisman trophies and were elite players. Kyle McCord is just a good player at best, and at worst, an average player being carried by a great system. I told a friend of mine after the Michigan game that I don't necessarily like saying that quarterbacks are carried by their wide receivers, because I think it's that's too simple because their supporting cast isn't only their wide receivers. And while there are instances that that statement is true, look at McCord's performance against Michigan. He had four, five, or six bad passes, but then there were also passes that he threw that no one could guard. Over the shoulder, to Marvin Harrison Jr., other times where he's throwing one-on-one coverage and he puts it only where Cade Stover, Julian Fleming, Emeka Egbuka on that drop, where only those receivers could get it. But either his players didn't execute, Michigan played good coverage, or more often than not in the game, his receivers caught the ball and made big plays. You can see flashes of greatness and of great play from Kyle McCord, but he is just not 
He's not a consistent quarterback. He's not a consistent quarterback whatsoever. And we've we saw that against Michigan. We've seen that against Penn State. We saw it against Wisconsin, especially, and early in the season against Indiana. Barely completed 60% of his passes. All season long, Kyle McCord has been an inconsistent quarterback. A quarterback who is good, maybe great, other times average, but has never been elite. And with the offensive line having issues at tackle, issues at guard and center, and a wide receiver room that, honestly, it's still elite. I think it's still the number one wide receiver core in the nation, but they don't have the same energy, juice, or depth, or I even think health that they've had over the past two seasons. The offense regressed. The defense has taken a step forward. The identity of the team has changed. But having an elite quarterback, I think, is important for any team, but let alone a team that is commanded by a head coach who is an offensive guru and an offensive mind. And Ryan Day has not handed off play-calling duties. He, I think he tried to for Brian Hartline, but that didn't work out. It would be helpful for Day, I think, to have a quarterback where he can trust more. I don't think he fully trusts Kyle McCord. I don't think the staff does. And that's understandable. Overthrowing receivers, making mistakes, doesn't have the same awareness or the same... He just isn't the same player that C.J. Stroud is. That's the only way that I can put it. He's not a rookie of the year NFL quarterback. He's not elite. J.J. McCarthy is a better quarterback than he is. Bo Nix is better. Michael Penix is better. Caleb Williams is better. Drake May is better. Carson Beck is better. At this point, I might even say Jalen Milrow is better based off of how he's progressed throughout the season. Quinn Ewers might be better on average. Dylan Gabriel, probably better. I can name several quarterbacks who are better than Kyle McCord. He's not a top 10 quarterback. He just isn't. Now, that doesn't mean the right move is going into the transfer portal, necessarily, because maybe he can be developed better and he can progress into being a great, nearly, maybe elite quarterback next season, although I don't think he has an elite ceiling. But there were reports, I read this on Twitter, that Washington State quarterback Cameron Ward, who had a successful 2023 season, is being offered at least $1 million in NIL packages by 10 schools. And reportedly, one of those schools was confirmed to be Ohio State. I don't exactly know if that is a totally true rumor, but it wouldn't be surprising. I mean, Cameron Ward had 3,732 passing yards, 25 passing touchdowns, and seven interceptions. He had a 65 quarterback efficiency rating, but he has nowhere near the supporting cast that Kyle McCord does. Washington State this season finished 5-7. and seven with a 2-7 and seven record in the Pac-12, and they started out 4-0. They finished 1-7. Their defense isn't good. Their offense has potential, but they run the offense totally through Ward. He doesn't have a good supporting cast. He essentially is the offense. At Ohio State, 
he could be a part of a great supporting cast, he could show off more of his skill sets and attributes, and he could command the offense rather than being the Swiss Army knife of the offense. At one point, he was leading his team in rushing yards, and I don't know if he is currently. No, Nakia Watson overtook him. Ward only has 122 rushing yards, eight rushing touchdowns, but that's because rushing yards for quarterbacks are sack-adjusted, and slowly but surely, he had to just take the pressure from opposing defenses. UCLA sacked him three times. Arizona sacked him twice. Oregon got to him six times. Arizona State and Stanford got to him three times. Cal got to him six times. Colorado sacked him three times, and Washington sacked him five times. He did not have a good supporting cast, not a great offensive line at Washington State. Their leading rusher only had 321 rushing yards, Nakia Watson. That's not a good rushing offense. And I imagine that given Washington State's uncertainty with their future scheduling and future home when it comes to a college football or an athletic conference, I imagine that Cameron Ward might want to transfer out. And I don't think that Washington State can offer him that much in NIL packages. Ohio State, meanwhile, totally can. Again, I'm not here to advocate for going into the portal. I'm not necessarily there yet. We're not even finished with, I mean, technically this is the postseason in one sense, but the college football playoff isn't even here. And I think there are more definitive changes that Ohio State can make regarding their coaching staff that I'll talk about this week or in December that I think would be more important than going out into the portal and getting a quarterback because strength and conditioning, that's something that needs to be looked over. Special teams, my Ohio State subscribers were totally right. Parker Parker Fleming does not know how to command a good special teams unit. He just doesn't. There are more pressing issues in high school recruiting and coaching staff moves than there are in getting a quarterback from the portal. And there are other position groups, I think, that might benefit from using the portal more than quarterback, but I could be wrong. That's a topic for another day. There are three quarterbacks who I thought of who are in the portal now. I don't want to speculate and say, oh, Ohio State could get this player who we don't even know if he wants to enter the portal or it it isn't necessarily likely. Cameron Ward, I don't think, has officially entered the portal yet but it's likely given his circumstance. Malik Murphy hasn't entered, but Quinn Ewers is coming back, and Arch Manning, I think, is going to stay at Texas, so there's a chance that he transfers out. And Will Howard, he's already entered the portal. So I don't want to speculate beyond some names that have popped in my mind too much, but here are three names. Cameron Ward, Malik Murphy, and Will Howard. Will Howard and Cameron Ward have used their legs a lot this season. Malik Murphy hasn't used his legs at all. Maybe to extend some plays, but he hasn't used his legs in the rushing attack. He's been a very pocket-style quarterback this season. 465 passing yards, three touchdowns, three picks, a 117.1 passer rating. 
Cameron Ward, 3,732 passing yards, 25 passing touchdowns, 7 interceptions, and a 145.3 passer rating. And Will Howard, 2,643 passing yards, 24 touchdowns, 10 picks, a 140.1 passer rating. These are all passing statistics only from this season. Will Howard, for example, he had nine rushing touchdowns and 364 rushing yards. Malik Murphy, negative 18 rushing yards on one carry. He was sacked 18 yards. Cameron Ward had 122 rushing yards for eight rushing touchdowns. So some of these players, and Malik Murphy has athleticism. He can run the ball. I just think he chooses not to. All of these players are more athletic and have a higher ceiling than Kyle McCord does. And I think you look at Cameron Ward especially, leads these three players in passing touchdowns. When you look at touchdown-interception ratio, he has the best there. He has the best passer rating. And he arguably had the worst supporting cast out of these three by a mile. Cameron Ward can make plays. Very intelligent quarterback. Mobile, nifty, crafty quarterback. I think he would benefit Ohio State. Malik Murphy... I think much like Devin Brown or Lincoln Kineholes and partially Kyle McCord, there, there will be a lot of development going in to Malik Murphy. Will Howard, you get some ability to make plays and scramble, but Will Howard, part of me feels like that he has hit his ceiling, and that's why he's transferring out of Kansas State, where he has been for years, because Avery Johnson is taking over and doing quite a fine job, and he wants to go somewhere where he's guaranteed to be quarterback number one. And I think that Kyle McCord and Will Howard are either a similar quarterback in terms of efficiency, or, this is more so my opinion, Kyle McCord is better than Will Howard. So we may not get a incoming transfer to Ohio State's quarterback room until maybe the spring window, or maybe not initially on December 4th. Ohio State may have to wait several weeks or maybe months to find their guy in the portal at quarterback if they do go out and get a portal quarterback. I don't think it is of utmost importance. Maybe it is. I've heard a lot of people say that they don't want to see Kyle McCord as their starting quarterback next season, and that's understandable why. But he wasn't the only sole problem against Michigan. Against Michigan, he made some very beautiful throws. He made ugly throws as well. But against Michigan, there were other problems. I mean, the offensive line has been bad all season long from an Ohio State point of view. From the expectations that are set at Ohio State, that's a bad offensive line. For Michigan, the expectations that the previous two offensive lines have set, this is a average, dis it's not a bad, but it's a disappointing offensive line. There are high standards at Ohio State just like there are at Michigan or Alabama or Georgia or USC or Texas, Oklahoma, Notre Dame, or any blue blood or relatively competitive program right now, but especially at a program like Ohio State's that's been the winningest since World War II, and I think all time might be the winningest. I think that on the offensive line, depending on who all leaves, there might be be a pressing matter to add players on the offensive line, like what Michigan did with Olu Oluwatimi and Drake Nugent. But we'll have to see. Depending on how many defensive players leave, I think Ohio State would be wise to pick up defensive additions. 
we've had now two years in a row where Ohio State's went out and gotten defensive transfers who've worked very well, whether that's Tanner McAllister or this season, Davis and Igbenosin, elite get. So I don't know if quarterback is the most pressing area of need relating to the portal. I don't. But if Day goes out to the portal to get a quarterback, he will want one who wants to stay in the pocket and use the receivers. I don't think that he would pick necessarily someone with the skill sets of a Jalen Milrow, for example, where Milrow now is developing more into a pocket quarterback, but he also loves to use his legs, or a Jaden Daniels, for example. Those type of quarterbacks are my dream quarterbacks for Michigan, where they have the arm talent, especially with the deep ball, but then if you don't guard them, they can kill you on the ground. But that's not exactly what Ryan Day wants. I mean, C.J. Stroud consciously chose to be a pocket-passing quarterback. He had the athleticism and the skill set and the care of his body required to be an effective, mobile, not true dual-threat quarterback. Where, like, Jaden Daniels is a true dual-threat quarterback. Pretty equal threat through the air and on the ground. He's leading the entire country in yards per carry. And he has an NFL future. There's no doubt about that. He's playing his way into having an NFL future this season. But I think that more along the lines of Cameron Ward or Malik Murphy or Will Howard, but probably better, because I don't think Will Howard would be a... I don't think he would be that game-breaking quarterback that Ohio State wants, but I could be wrong. More, More of that type of quarterback, I think, is who Ryan Day would look for. And I think that Ohio State should go after a more mobile quarterback if they go into the portal, one who can kill you on the ground and through the air, a Justin Fields, to bring back some memories. But that's just my opinion, and my opinion, as always, can be incorrect. I've been incorrect on several teams and several players this season, as have most people. So, do you trust Kyle McCord? Or maybe the bigger question is, do you trust Ryan Day to manage the offense? Because this is something I'll talk about when I make a video either this week or next week or sometime in the near rather than late future about Ohio State and I think some of the changes that need to be made. Because yes, there are changes I think that need to be made. I think it might be time to evolve into a true CEO and hand off play calling duties to someone who is capable. Ryan Hartline, it would be great if he could be trained to call plays. I don't think Ryan Day is the the guy to do that, frankly, because I think he has to focus on managing the program. It, it takes time and energy out of him to try and train a play caller. I think he needs to bring in a veteran play caller, and maybe he can collaborate with Brian Hartline. Meanwhile, Ryan Day can focus more on the CEO and cultural aspect. Sometimes doing less is doing more, and I think that's the valuable importance of being less controlling of your coordinators and delegating responsibility. But again, that's a topic for another day. Let me know what you think about Ohio State going into the transfer portal to get potentially a starting quarterback or at least some kind of competition, but I mainly talked about starting quarterback because I know a lot of people don't want to see Kyle McCord on the field next season, a lot of Ohio State fans. And if that's the case, seeing that he was better than Devin Brown 
that might imply the whole quarterback room isn't good enough. So thank you all so much for watching. Thanks to Crash2488, Anthony McDowell, and Justin Rogg for being Heisman patrons. Thanks to Spencer Bringhurst, Snowy DDLC, and SFS Inverted for being All-American patrons. And thanks to Will Loftus, Gabriel Callender, Roaming Gnome, Matthew Sale, Chris Lane, Austin Christmas, and Zubin Zah for being All-Conference patrons. Have a great day, guys, and I will see you soon. Bye-bye.